Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Copey listening to Mad Love. What's going on? Welcome to your week. I personally had a very busy but productive and effective week last week. I cannot lie. I was pretty fried <laughs> by Friday. Uh, just making that connection. I wonder if that's part of why Friday is called Friday. I was done. I was super tired, but uh, we got some big, big wins last week and some good victories. And so that's important. And I was excited to be a part of that. Um, and, you know, I'm still being creative when I have time, which is at a premium right now. Um, but I'm excited. Things are going well. Uh, my friend who is uh, struggling with MS, she still is working. She finished her book. Uh, she did a talk to text. I help her assemble it. And now we're going to take the next step and start releasing parts of it to the public, hopefully get some sort of publishing deal. So I'll keep you posted on that. It's actually really good. It's not because she's my friend. I mean, she's actually somebody I've known uh, since the 80s, <laughs> since 1987. So it's it's her advice but also uh, she's a therapist and it's also, you know, d- dispensed in a way that's familiar to me that I think people will enjoy because that's who she is. She was one of the most spiritual young people I believe I'd ever met. You know, it's it's one thing when your parents are spiritual, uh, but to meet uh, someone your own age who was, you know, that in into God and faith filled. And she just gave me a ton of really good advice when we were in college, uh, especially my freshman year, because it was such a culture shock for me, such a shock in general to, um, you know, get to, to the Howard university and, and be in DC in the late eighties, which was full of drugs, full of chaos, full of mayhem. Uh, it was completely unsafe um, yet our parents took us there and left us there <laughs> to learn and to grow. I'm staring at my Howard sweatshirt right now. Um, and so she was just really, um, you know, a godsend because I, I had been sheltered in my childhood and I hadn't really processed that. And you don't know, um, you don't know what you're like until you're put into a different world. You know, that's why they named the show that Um, uh, Debbie Allen was a Howard grad also. Uh, I just it's just amazing. So I really bonded with my friends in college because they were so different than than uh, anybody I had grown up with or had known before. Um, And rightfully so. We were all from different parts of the country and you don't realize what you're like until you go meet other people, you know, who aren't from where you're from, whose parents aren't like your parents. You know what I mean? Like St. Louis and Los Angeles are very different places. So, um, and then at Howard, you've got people from all over. It's not like going to Mizzou where it's like, oh, I'm going to meet people from all over Missouri. No, I met people from all over the world and the United States. And so, you just kind of get lumped into this uh, melting pot. And I remember, you know, she's from Los Angeles. My roommate was from Chicago. We had people from Detroit, the D down the hall. Um, There were people from Cleveland. 
a girl from Kansas City, Missouri. This was just on my freshman year floor that I can remember some decades later. And um, uh, we had some uh, some people from Louisiana, uh, Houston, Houston, Texas, baby. Listen, I'm going to tell you, I met some people from Texas in college and Beyonce is just like black people from Texas. Like, uh, they were so proud to be from Texas and you always knew and this was long before a Beyonce. You always knew they were from Texas because they would put, uh, those big old stickers on their door. Don't mess with Texas, the hook 'em horns. I mean, listen, I am jealous of that kind of pride of your state. And I, I was at a predominantly black school, so please don't tell me it's just white people. These folks love them from Texas. And we had a Houston coalition that was quite pronounced. So anyway, I digress. She's my buddy. She was extraordinary to me and still is and an inspiration. Uh, the multiple sclerosis has been cruel. And um, she's written this book and we're going to put it out into the world. And hopefully we will get the support that she deserves because she's an amazing person and um, has been an amazing friend to me and will be a friend for you, too. Uh, the book is the book is solid. It's solid. And I'm not just saying that because she's my friend. Uh, you all know me better than that. So that's that. And uh, thankfully, you know, we're going to get something out soon. Um but yeah, the next thing that's on my mind, this is kind of grim, but it's important to note, uh, there are grown people. If you have children, there are grown people out here who are preying on your kids on the internet, through their phone, through these video games. Uh, if you're lucky, they're not related to you or your child. Um, uh, but it's not a savory situation no matter what. Please uh, make sure you are watching what your kids do online. I know it's nice and it's tempting to just have this babysitter so you don't have to sit there and stare and entertain your own kids, but uh, make sure they understand the risks uh, that are involved. There are people posing as kids to lure your kids places. Uh, it's real. I'm not sure why the news doesn't really pump that up in any real way, except when children are murdered or missing. I mean, the sheer number of missing kids in St. Louis alone is terrifying. Uh, in this one small, tiny suburb alone is terrifying called Berkeley. Uh, lots of children of color are missing little girls and it should be on the news every night. It's not. Um, so make sure you understand what your kids are doing online and make sure they understand. And it's hard because kids are naive. You know, they tend to believe whatever someone's telling them. Um, but you need to make them believe you more. And that's all facts. Um, and if you don't have kids and you got God kids and uh, nieces and nephews, friends, uh, look out for each other. Look out for each other. Um, and I'm going to wrap it up with this. It's Monday. You need some motivation. Are you living the life you want to live? If you can't say yes, then you need to make changes. That's all I'm going to say. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but it's true. If you're not happy, if you dread Mondays, I mean, I don't, I don't dread Mondays because of work. I like work. I'm actually a workaholic. What I dread is my energy level is so low because I've had to do so much on Sunday. 
and Saturday, but mostly Sunday just to get prepared for the week. So, you know, if you if you're not enjoying your life, you're doing it wrong and you're you don't have to be unhappy. I think we're all kind of under the belief that, oh, this is what adulthood feels like. It doesn't have to be frustrating or lonely or scary or, you know, an endurance challenge. You know, you get the right to be happy. You're entitled to be happy. And as long as your happiness doesn't hurt other people, and sometimes it will, sometimes you have to look at another person and be like, look, I'm sorry, this is not working. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but this ain't it. (laughs) And I'm not talking about that. But there are times when you just have to, you know, move on. If your happiness is making other people miserable, then that's a problem too. Start there. But yeah, I mean, you know, life is short and you deserve to be happy. And, you know, I don't have all the answers, but my goal is to always set you on a path where you can consider something different. And if you want to, you know, have a hobby, get a hobby. If you want to switch careers, figure out how to do that. Um, You know, it's just there's just no reason to be unhappy. You know, if you're not healthy, get healthy. Eat real food. Pay attention to what you eat and and put in your mouth all day. Pay attention to what comes out of your mouth all day. You know, what kind of person are you? Do you have any nutritional value as a human being? Are people uplifted when you're around or do they want to kill themselves because you walked into the room? You know what I mean? Like, seriously, pay attention to these things. Pay attention to what you pay attention to. And don't sit up and be scared that you're going to get coronavirus. You know what I mean? Like, this whole, that's on the news nonstop. It's clear President Trump does not know how to manage in a crisis. I don't know why we needed this to see that, because I saw it pretty clearly early on. But okay, you know, and maybe this is the thing that gets him out of office, because logical people who aren't crazy groupies voted for him just because he had that R. But, you know, he clearly doesn't know what he's doing. I don't know how I got on that, but I did. But you've got to live your best life and you got to stop complaining and start putting things together so that you can be successful. You deserve that and you deserve to be happy. And that's pretty much just the way I feel about it. If that's that to me is the best motivation ever. If you wake up and you're not happy in your day and you can't envision a day that's ideal, then that's where you have to start and do your work, you know, and things aren't as bad as you think. You're probably further along now than you were this time last year. And if you're not, it's all in your head. It's all about what you believe. So start thinking differently so you can start being different so you can change your life. That's the key, though, because a lot of y'all think you could change your life by staying exactly the same. Mm-mm, that is not how it works. It, that just is not how it works. 